What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to a new episode of the Loro Antonio Sports Talk Podcast Show, which is known as Loro and Abdullah's version of NFL Live. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. Abdullah's with me to talk about some NFL news and notes and also recap Thursday Night Football and then preview week seven and then, a, and then our week eight Thursday Night Football pick. So, Abdullah, how's it going? Doing pretty well, Lorenzo. How about you yourself? Repeat that again, please. Uh, you kind of cut off. No worries. I said I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself, Lorenzo? I'm doing good. So, uh, so with that being said, let's start off with the Thursday night recap. So, breaking news yesterday: Patrick Mahomes injured his knee, and he, and from what I heard, he could be out three weeks pending the MRI. And what I'm thinking is that he could be back next week if the MRI comes back clean because of the of the long rest that the Chiefs have, and he could play through that injury. But at the same time, he might not want to risk it with the, with the star young quarterback. But impressively enough, the Chiefs won 30 hits. Yeah, I mean, their defense really stepped up big. Um, I think a lot of it just – that game really just showed how bad the Broncos are as a team right now. And it was weird. I was looking. I think they they showed a graphic where their defense was actually ranked fourth in the NFL in total defense. Now, granted, it's by yards allowed, but still, that's pretty impressive. Like, I, I considering they're two and four, or they were two and four going into that game, I didn't expect their defense to be that good. But um, yeah, as far as the injury of Patrick Mahomes is concerned, obviously everything is going to be contingent on how the MRI goes. I'm sure it's going to. They're going to do that sometime later this day, later in the day today. But um, I think either way, they might give him one week, regardless of how the results come back, just because you don't want to rush him back. Um, but, yeah, there's been various reports as far as, like, it'll, it's all going to come down to how, how significant the damage is. But, you know, hopefully he doesn't miss too much time because, you know, for me, he's obviously my favorite player to watch in the NFL. Um, and it's it, it really sucked for all NFL fans, you know, if you miss a significant time because of the injury. Yeah, you're right. You don't want him to miss a significant amount of time, but Matt Moore, like you told me last night, you said that he, you said that he, uh, what you might call this, is a solid backup. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's played for, he's been in the league for a while now. He played for the Panthers. He started a playoff game for the Dolphins, even though you know they lost that game. But he's he's a veteran that if, if he has to play for a couple weeks, he can definitely hold his own for sure. Oh, absolutely. So now let's talk about uh, now let's talk about let's talk about the uh, breaking news of the week. We have uh, trades like Jalen Ramsey and Austin Corbett that have now been traded to the. Uh, LA Rams. So what were your thoughts on those trades for the Rams? So the Austin Corbett trade, so he was a second round pick by the Browns who wasn't really seeing the field. I think it's just one of those, the the Rams have some issues on the offensive line. So they just thought, Hey, you know what? Let's take a chance with this kid. He was drafted in the second round for a reason. Maybe there's some, you know, potential he hasn't quite tapped into yet. Maybe we can fix some of uh, the problems he's having as far as adjusting to the NFL game. 
because um, they do need some help at left guard and center. So he could help them out if if they coach him up a little bit. Now, as far as the Jalen Ramsey trade, obviously that was the big trade of the week. There's a lot of different components to it. As far as right now, though, it definitely helps the Rams for sure. They gave up a lot to get him. They gave up two first-round picks, one the, one in this upcoming draft, one in next year's draft, and also a fourth-round pick in the following year as well. So they gave up quite a lot to get him. Obviously, when you give up a lot for a player like that, you intend on signing him long-term. So you're not going to just – even though he's on a contract this year and next year, they're probably going to want to give him a contract extension long-term. I think another reason why they made the trade was – Obviously, Akeem Tlaib and Marcus Peters are both free agents after this year, so they cornerback was going to be a huge need for them. So now you get probably the best player at that position in the NFL. And also, I think that the main thing is with, with the Rams playing in L.A., you need a lot of star power, um, especially because I think I, w- I remember I was watching, I don't know which show it was, but they were mentioning how like in the Niners-Rams game, there are more Niners fans at the stadium than Rams fans. So it's like you have to continuously have a winning product on the field if you want fans to show up to the games. So it's going to be interesting how it all plays out, but I think it's one of those trades that's a win-win for both teams. Um, for, for, the, for the Jaguars, they obviously get draft picks, but those draft picks don't really mean anything right now until they actually draft those players and potentially hit on them. I think uh, I think the Jaguars that when they traded Jalen Ramsey, they were wanting to rebuild. I think they are going to build this secondary around AJ Boye, and I think that the Jaguars, the Jaguars will be will be fine without Ramsey. I think Jalen Ramsey wasn't happy there, but I think he's going to be happy in LA. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it could potentially be a trade that's a win-win for both teams. It's just hard to replace a guy that's probably the best player in the NFL. And it's interesting. I'm sure, like, the Jaguars wanted to keep him. He just, like you said, he didn't want to be there anymore. Um, So he just didn't get along with management. But it's one of those where it's like, you know, you sometimes just have to go in a different direction. Um, Now I guess the one positive is the Jaguars have some some other free agents like Yannick Ngakwe. Now they can use that money that they were going to pay Jalen Ramsey to pay him. So You meant Boy AJ Boye? No, Yannick Ngakwe, he's an edge rusher for them. His contract's coming up too this year. So they were gonna have a decision to make to pay him and eventually pay Jalen as well. So they're pro- now with Jalen gone, they're probably going to pay Yannick Ngakwe. So that helps fortify their front four. So and but now you know their secondary needs to get rebuilt. So maybe they'll use those draft picks that they acquired to fix up the secondary. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see about that. So, uh, so that being said, let's also talk. Let's do our uh, what you would call this week seven preview and picks. But before then, let's do a recap of last week's games for our teams with the Patriots beating the New York Giants. You thought that that was going to be an upset special, but it was not. Yeah, it, it, it was interesting. Um, you know, the game was close. Um, but, you know, just the Patriots defense just played very well. 
and the Giants just kept turning the football over. And um, but you know, it's interesting with Tom Brady didn't have the he threw for a lot of yards, but there's some throws he missed in the game. Um, but overall, like the Patriots did what they need to do to win the game, and that's what they've always been doing. So when you're at home. You know, those are games that you're supposed to win, and they won. They won, so they took care of business at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. So, with that being said, uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about your game, the Jets beating the Dallas Cowboys, and what were your thoughts on on that? Yeah, I mean, it was a great win, first win of the season for the Jets. Um. Everyone on the team played very well. Obviously, Sam Donald coming back gave us a huge upgrade at quarterback. Um, you can just tell the difference between him and Luke Falk. Um, Donald obviously was more familiar with the offense. And just seeing him play, like he was moving around. like He was dealing with the same offensive line for the most part that Luke Falk was. But the difference was Donald was looking to – he was maneuvering in the pocket, sliding around, trying to buy extra time when – when the pass rush was getting there, and, and he was making plays. Defense played very well. Overall, it was just a great game by the Jets. It was a good win for them. Hopefully, they can build on that momentum playing the Patriots on Monday night. Yeah, we'll talk about that game in just a minute. But also, I want to, I want to get your, uh, I want to get your, I want to get your thoughts. I want to get your thoughts on first the Sunday and Monday night games. Uh, I thought the Chargers, however, they almost came back. But the Monday night game between the Packers and Lions, that was a game that was an example of bad officiating. There were two there were, there were two missed calls on Trey Flowers on that game. So first, give me your thoughts on the Sunday night one and then we'll talk about the the bad officiating that happened last week on Monday night football. Yeah, so with the Sunday night game, it, I mean, it just kind of shows you that you probably, if you're an NFL team, you should, probably shouldn't be playing your home games in a soccer stadium um, just because I literally think that I, I didn't show, like, the graphic on TV, but, like, I'm if I had to guess, it was probably, like, 70% Steelers fans and, like, 30% Chargers fans. Um, I guess it just kind of goes back to one of those things where, the Chargers should have never left San Diego. They, the NFL should have just kept them in San Diego because that's where most of their fans were. I mean, I get it's only like an hour or an hour and a half drive uh, to L.A., but, like, most of their fans are in San Diego. But overall, the Steelers' defense just dominated. For some reason, the Chargers just couldn't get clicking on offense. Their offensive line isn't really good. And with Phillip Rivers being like a pocket passer, not really being that mobile. If you don't give him a good offensive line, he's going to struggle. And obviously he did. So that was really the main takeaway from that game for me. Now, as far as the Monday night game, the Lions started off great. They were Matthew Stafford was just on fire. He was throwing dimes and he was really accurate with the football. But the biggest thing, the reason why the Lions lost, obviously the refs, you know, made some bad calls against them. But on offense, they kept settling for field goals. And when you're playing on the road against a good team, if you're constantly settling for field goals and not scoring touchdowns, sooner or later you're going to lose the game. And that's what ended up happening. So you're, what, I, what my thoughts were, 
Those were not illegal use of hands by hands to the face called on Trey Flowers. Obviously, that was not when I saw the play. It wasn't intentional. That should have been holding on David Bartiari. Well, see, I agree that it wasn't, but it's one of those where it's like, I mean, the only thing I can, I guess, defend the ref on is the fact that, like, it's easy for us at home because we're, like, we're watching the play, like, after the replay when it's kind of slowed down a little bit. But, like, in live action at full speed, it's hard to tell. Especially, I guess, depending on where you're standing. That's really the only thing I can I can think of. But, um, yeah, I mean, those, they did miss those calls, especially the second one, for sure. Um, you know... The only thing I could, other thing I could think of is, you know, usually in those, those tight calls that can, those 50 50 calls that can go either way, they usually side with the home team. Um, that's just one of those things. So, I mean, outside of that, that, those are really the only things I can think of. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I think that this this was an example that I think there there should be some reinforcements with the officiating heading into next season. So with that being said, let's do our week seven preview. But before we do the rest of our picks and score predictions, uh, let's preview our game together when the Patriots take on your New York Jets on Monday night. Both of our teams are playing for the final time this season. And I think that this time the Jets have Sam Donald as starting quarterback against Tom Brady. What do you think the Jets need to do in order for the for the Jets to try to upset my team? Well, I think they have to do a lot of what they did in the Cowboys game. Get the ball out of Sam Donald's hands quick and really just mix it up on offense. You know, throw the Patriots different looks, get your playmakers involved. Um, I would actually argue, actually, if the, my assumption is going into this game, the Patriots, they're going to, on defense, try to take away Le'Veon Bell because he's the uh, the Jets' best player on offense. So other players on the offense are going to have to step up. Robbie Anderson, Demarius Thomas, they both are going to have to have big games in order for the Jets to win. And then the defense is also going to have to play very, very well because I think it's going to be one of those like low-scoring games where – the Patriots' defense is going to play well, and then our defense is going to play well. Um, and it's just going to really come down to which team's offense can have that big drive that sort of breaks the game open. Um, also, when you're playing a team like the Patriots, you got to be aggressive, not settle for field goals. If we're in those situations where we're facing those fourth and short yard situations, I would go for it. So things like that are, you know, little small things that the Jets should – look to monitor when when game planning for the for the game in my opinion. I think what the Patriots need to do is like but I think they just gotta make sure that if they get the ball first to begin the game, they gotta they gotta score right away. If the Jets were to win the coin toss and they decide to put their defense out there first. But from last week, the Jets defense actually got actually played their best game of the season against this Cowboys uh this Cowboys team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those games where the, the Patriots are going to rely on their defense, rely on their running game. And obviously, they still, 
they still have Tom Brady, and he should he'll he'll play well because he's one of the best quarterbacks ever play the game. And yeah, I think, but I I will say though the game will be much closer than people think. It's a Monday night game. Jets are coming off a win. They're playing confident. Patriots did win last week against the Giants, but the last couple of weeks they've been a little bit sloppy. So it'll be an interesting game for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It will be a it will be an interesting game. That's for sure. So, with that being said, uh, with that being said, we'll we'll talk about that score prediction in just a minute. Let's get to our other week seven picks. Let's start off with the 49ers and the Redskins. That one's my lock of the week. And I have the 49ers winning in a blowout in D.C. You know, it's interesting. I think the Niners are going to win, but I feel like this is one of those games where I'm sure you've heard the term trap game. Now, I think the Niners are going to win. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I just think it's going to be a lot closer. Like, they're going to win by, like, maybe seven or ten points. Um, like, they're not going to win by, like, three touchdowns, no matter how bad the Redskins are. I think that the Redskins are playing at home. They're going to play them tough. And it's going to be a much closer game than people think. But ultimately, yeah, I think the Niners win for sure. Yeah, and I think I think the Niners win for sure. But the Niners, 5-0 and start. They beat the Rams last week. But the Rams, after a 3-0 start, they've been kind of struggling. And then the Rams are looking to get their season back on track against the Falcons. We'll talk about that game in a minute. But you're very high on the 49ers this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they were my pick to win the division, and so far it's looking pretty good. But just don't sleep on Seattle and the Rams. Oh, yeah. I mean, that division's definitely really exciting. Um, even the Cardinals are, are fun to watch. But, yeah, the, C- the Seahawks are playing well. Rams just made some moves, so they're they're going to probably stay still be competitive. And it's going to be – fun to watch the re- watch all those teams you know the rest of the way absolutely now let's go on to the arizona cardinals taking on the new york giants i kind of had a hard time picking this but i feel like the arizona cardinals are going to come out on top with the win they're going to go three three and one but i feel like that if it weren't for that tie the cardinals could have been having a better record if it weren't for that tie against detroit but for the giants i think daniel jones is good he's been great but the Giants are just not there yet. It's not all on Gettleman and Shermer, though. See, I, I think the Cardinals are – Kyler Murray's been playing very, very well. And he, definitely that fan base has something to look forward to in the next next couple of years. I think they've finally got their franchise quarterback. I think with another good draft next year and like some of the young players that they developed this or they drafted this year developing, I think they're going to be a much better team next year. Now, as far as I think the Giants are going to win in regards to the game, just because they're playing at home. I think it's going to be cold. You have a West Coast team traveling to the East. I think the Giants will be good enough where they're, they're going to win the game. It, it'll, it'll be exciting. And I think it'll be close, but I think the Giants win. Oh, I, I think so too. If the Giants win, that's a statement win for them. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's a good win. I mean, they're not. They, it's a game that they should win. So I wouldn't say it's a statement win, only because they're playing against a team that I would think I, and I'm sure they believe this too. They think they're better than the Cardinals, 
So it's a, and they're playing at home. So that's a game that they should expect to win. Absolutely. Now let's talk about the Houston Texans taking on the Indianapolis Colts. The game is in Indy. So this one's a toss-up pick for me. I think if Houston wins, they really could find their way to run away with the AFC South. But the Colts, however, don't want to be out of it. That's the tough part. This game is in Indy. I like Jacoby Brissett. I like Deshaun Watson. I like Bill O'Brien because they're all former Patriots. But I feel like that this this one will come down to whoever has the ball last and scores last will win the game. And I'm going to say the Colts will win this game. I think Jacoby Brissett's going to score a QB sneak touchdown to win the game in overtime. Yeah, you know, actually, I got the Colts winning, too. They're coming off a bye week. That extra week of preparation, I think, is going to be huge for them. The Texans, I think Bradley Roby's not going to be playing, so I think T.Y. Hilton's going to have a big day for the Colts. And even though they're coming off a huge win as well on the road versus the Chiefs, those type of games, they usually take a lot out of you as a team. And, you know, obviously, I mentioned Bradley Roby got hurt. Colts are coming off a bye. I think the Colts win the tight one. Yeah, it's going to be a tight game, but it's at home. In any, but if it were in Houston, then I would have seen a, an upset special there. That's going to be an upset special coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's talk about the Packers and Raiders. So the Raiders have just came off a of bye week, three and two. But Green Bay, I think Green Bay is going to continue their tremendous start. Five and one under Matt LaFleur. I feel like that this Packers team is just fun to watch, and they're so much better without Mike McCarthy, and they're a better team with Matt LaFleur. So I think the Green Bay Packers come out on top and beat the Oakland Raiders, not by a blowout. I think it's going to be a close win. I think it's going to be another Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think the Packers win a close one. Um I will I will say that like, I, I think the game will be competitive. I think the Raiders have been a lot better this year than a lot of us have thought. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a much closer game. I think Green Bay wins because they're at home. Raiders aren't quite good enough, in my opinion, to beat them on the road. So, I like Green Bay in the game. Yeah, I like Green Bay too. But o- Oakland, but I think Derek Carr has had a much better season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it just shows you that you improve the offensive line. Derek Carr is looking like the quarterback he was a couple of years ago. So, yeah, I mean, it just shows you, like, with quarterback play, you can have a great quarterback, but you've you got to make sure you surround him with a good offensive line as well. You don't want him running for his life all the time. Absolutely. Now let's talk about the Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions. So, I think Minnesota is, is – is playing very good football as of late, and a lot of people are doubting Kirk Cousins. But with the Lions, however, I think the Detroit Lions could really get a statement win this weekend. I think Detroit's going to come out on top and get a win over the Vikings. Yeah, I think they are too. I think they're they're going to be playing angry this week. They're playing at home. I'm sure they're still upset about that those calls that went against them in, in the Green Bay game. I think they're going to come out and they're going to they're going to play fast. They're going to play hard, and I think they're I think they're going to upset the Vikings. Yeah, and I think 
I know Matt Patricia must be pissed on Monday night because I knew I know Matt Patricia pretty well during his time with the Patriots, and he must be pissed of those refs. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. I mean, they still have opportunities to win that game, but it. I, I think the, the Lions as a franchise right now, they're they're in a good place. They're in the right direction. Yeah, they had some, some close losses that this year that were tough, but that's football. I think they should continue to be patient. In another year or two, I think they're going to be a playoff contender if they continue to draft players well and and make the smart moves that they've been making. Now let's talk about the the Jaguars taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that this will be finally, although I predict that the last time the Bengals were home, they would get their first one against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. But I predict that this will be the day, the Sunday, that the Bengals will get win number one of the 2019 season against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think Andy Dalton's going to have a big game. And I think whenever A.J. Green or Tyler Eifert come back, I could see this Bengals team overcoming a 0-6 start and maybe being a 9-7 and team that could fall short of the playoffs or just make it. Well, I mean, I don't know about that, but I do think – I do feel good about them in this game. I think the Jaguars are going to be a little bit distracted. You know, the Jalen Ramsey trade, that's probably going to be one of those things that is still going to be lingering – you know, in the locker room. And there's going to be some question marks, I think, as far as with, with some of the players, as far as like what the direction of the team is. So I think that you couple that with the fact that they're playing on the road. It's probably going to be cold in Cincinnati. I think the Bengals, I expect them to win this week for sure. Absolutely. Should be a good win, that's for sure. So now let's talk about, here is my upset special coming up. In this game, uh, the Miami Dolphins taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, and I am a huge. I really I like Brian Flores and like Matt Patricia. They're both head coaches now. They both served under Bill Belichick. The Bills are four and one. The Dolphins zero and five. Josh Rosen got benched. Ryan Fitzpatrick is now the starting quarterback for this week and maybe for the rest of the season, depending on how this quarterback controversy goes. But I'm going to say that Brian Flores finally gets his first win as an NFL head coach in an upset special in Buffalo. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick will stun Buffalo Bill fans. And I think the Miami Dolphins are going to come out on top 34-31 over the Buffalo Bills. And Bills fans are going to be shocked. Well, no, I think Buffalo is going to win. It's at home. Now, I, I do think the game will be competitive. Dolphins have been playing really hard past couple weeks. They've just, they've just been coming up short. Um, like the game last week against the Redskins, you know, the missed two-point conversion at the end. Um, I think it'll be competitive. I still think that the Bills win by about two, like 10 points. Probably it'll be like a two-possession two win for the Bills. I like the way the Bills defense is playing at home, playing, and then they're also playing at home. So I think they're going to win the game. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm just saying that I'm going out on a limb that I do think that this will be Brian, finally the game that I think Brian Flores will get his first career head coaching win. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really a possibility. I mean, it's the NFL, so, but it should, it'll, it'll be, it'll be a fun game to watch for sure. It's a divisional matchup, and those are always close. Yeah, the Dolphins are going to keep up with the Bills. I think they will. But I just think, but, but what you're saying is that you think Josh Allen will, will do enough for the Bills to get off to a five and one start. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think he'll play fine. I really like the Bills defense. I think that they're gonna they're gonna shut down the Dolphins offense, and you couple that with like a good running game on offense. I think the Bills are gonna be fine. They're gonna win the game. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think uh, I will not underestimate that defense of the Buffalo Bills. I love that defense led by Jerry Hughes. Now he's now that captain of that defense. He, now that he's taken over the role of like how Kyle Williams led that defense, and I think, I think Jerry Hughes, Tre'Davious White are now the new anchors of that defense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the Bills have a lot of good players on defense. Mike DeHigh, Jordan Poyer, Tre'Davious White's a really good corner. They've got some good players, um, Tremaine Edmonds. So they've got some talent on that side of the ball for sure. And I, I got to tell you, I really like their coach. I like Sean McDermott. I thought he was going to be on the hot seat this year, but I feel like Sean McDermott is actually a tremendous coach. He's actually the right fit in what Buffalo's doing, trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's done a great job. He, he they made the playoffs with him under his first year. Um, last year, they obviously took a, a step back, but you know they've they've addressed a lot of their needs. Um, this off season and really, I mean, looking at the Bills right now, their only issue is really. I mean, it all really comes down to Josh Allen and his and his and his play. If he can be more accurate with the football, the Bills. I, I don't see why they don't make the playoffs. I will, I I probably think the Bills will fall short again in the playoffs to making the playoffs. But if they make the playoffs, then great. If not, then no big deal. If you know what I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, I think either way, like Sean McDermott's still going to keep his job, but no, I think I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Um, they, but they're not going to win. They start because they're obviously not the pay, they're not as good as New England. Yeah, and they did lose to him as well earlier this season. But either way, they can get in as a wild card. It'll still be, it's still making the playoffs. And once you get in, you have a shot. So, you know. I, I think the, they'll they'll get in. I'm, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, but I but I think but I'm just saying, I'm just saying right here. Just just don't be shocked about my upset special about the Dolphins winning. The reason why I have the Dolphins winning is because I want every I want I want everybody in the division by the end of this week to stand packed as the Patriots continue to because uh, I want the Patriots to continue racking up wins so that this division gets wrapped up by the end of November. They'll be fine, though. Either way, do you guys have the tiebreaker over the Bills anyway? Even if the Bills win this game, you're probably going to – when you guys play them in Foxborough, you're going to win that game too. So, you guys will be fine. I, you're still going to win the division. You're saying that the Patriots will still win the division, but but you think but you think we're going to beat Buffalo in, in Foxborough the next time we play the Bills? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I was just saying that. Even though the Patriots will win the division, I still feel good about the Bills making it as a wild card. Yeah, and then and then maybe the Jets could overcome a one and four start, which we'll talk about shortly. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get to that shortly. So now let's talk about the Rams and Falcons. Rams, 3-0 start. Then they lost three straight. The Falcons are a mess right now. They should have beat Arizona last week, and I felt like if they were to beat Arizona, that would have been a statement win. But I feel like I think the Rams are going to win this game by a point. You know what's weird? I don't really know what to think because the Falcons usually play well at home, but it's also one of those where, like, they lost to the Titans at home. Now, granted, the Titans, they're not, they're not a bad team. It's just one of those where something's wrong with Atlanta this year for some reason. I mean, I know that they've had a lot of injuries on defense, even on the offensive side of the ball. Matt Ryan just doesn't look like the same quarterback this year. I don't know what's wrong with him. But um, it's really a tough game to pick because I just don't see the Falcons falling all the way to one and six. And they're playing at home. So I, I think I'm going to go with the Falcons. They're going to win a close game. Even though I like – I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win because they've made some big moves this past week. So it, that should give them a bit of an energy boost. But I think I'm going to go with the Falcons because they're at home. I'm going to say LA Rams. I think they're going to – I think they'll end up being 5-3 and three by the end of the – by the time they have their bye week. But I think – I think – that Atlanta, I wouldn't be shocked if they won. I think if they are, if they win, I think they could start a win streak, depending on how their schedule is, as long as they're not playing the Saints. Well, I think with the with the Falcons, either way this season, they're not going to make the playoffs. I, they might even end up. With, I think they'll probably end up finishing third in that division, maybe, but. The Saints and the Pan, it's, it's really between those two teams uh, as far as the division is concerned. Yeah, absolutely. So now that being said, let's talk about the other L.A. game. The Chargers take it on the Titans. Both teams two and four. And also, uh, and also, the Titans made a quarterback change. I still believe in Mariota, but there's a lot of questions right now with the quarterback position in Tennessee. Like, is it the end of the Mariota era in, in Tennessee? Is it the Ryan Tannehill era in Tennessee? Or the, are the Titans just playing for Justin Herbert? Well, I, I think I, I think it is the end of the Mariota era. Um, when you when you make a change in season, like you, you're not going to go back to him unless obviously Ryan Tannehill gets hurt. I think ultimately, if I'm the Titans after this season, because I don't – I'm not a believer in Mariota or Tannehill. If I'm the Titans, I would try and go after a veteran quarterback, maybe like a Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I'm trying to think who else would be available, but that's really the main person I can think of off the top of my head. But I would go after, I mean, potentially maybe Cam Newton might be available from the Panthers. Um, But I would probably go after someone like Teddy Bridgewater if the Saints make him available. Because they can draft a quarterback, but they're probably going to have like a middle first round pick. So they're not going to be able to get one of the top guys. And their team, the way it's built, they're sort of built to win now. You can't draft a young quarterback now and, you know, expect. I I just feel like you can, you're not going to find someone in the draft that's going to be as good as someone like Teddy Bridgewater or Cam Newton right away at least. 
Yeah, absolutely. But I think I think uh, I think to your point about maybe Bridgewater being a uh, maybe a new face of that Titans franchise could be possible, but would not rule that out. But we got breaking news to report. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes MRI shows it's a dislocated kneecap, but no significant damage, which is great news. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think their bye week is week 12, if I'm not mistaken. So if I'm the Chiefs and they play really, really cautious, which I would do, I would probably have him sit out until the bye week and then have him come back the week after that just to be safe. So because that way you're still getting week 13, 14, 15, 16, He's still going to get five games in, which is plenty. I think with Matt Moore, they're going to be good enough to at least go two and three during that stretch. And I think they should be able to win the division. So they'll still be able to win the division. So that's they'll be all right going into the playoffs. Oh, they'll be fine. But Matt Moore is a good quarterback. I think he's going to step up. But I was so looking forward to seeing Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers. Next Sunday night, I was wanting to see. I was going to watch that matchup. If 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 Holmes didn't get hurt, I would have to choose between that and or Game Five of the World Series. But now it's just Game Five of the World Series for me over Kansas City and Green Bay. Yeah, no, it's I, I I really that was probably the game that I was the most excited about this season was the Packers and Chiefs Sunday night game. Um, obviously, you know, with Mahomes not playing, it's not going to be as – the ratings aren't going to be as good and probably not as many people are going to watch it. I still might watch it. I'm still going to watch it just because, you know, I, I like watching Aaron Rodgers play, and it should be a fun game to watch either way. Yeah, so the breaking news is that Mahomes avoids a serious injury, and, man, that, that really, that really kind of made me nervous because I'm also a fan of Patrick Mahomes as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's great news for Chiefs fans. It's great news for NFL fans, regardless of what team you for. It's 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 great to great to hear that it wasn't a significant injury, and hopefully he comes back onto the field as soon as possible. So, did you say you had the Chargers beating the Titans? So, for me, I actually, have the Titans winning. I think they're playing at home. I like their defense. I feel like the Chargers' offensive line isn't really good. For some reason this year, the Chargers, I mean, obviously, Derwin James has been out. Um, he hasn't played yet this season. Their left tackle, Russell Okun, has been hurt. They just quite haven't. And then you have, like, the Mel- Mel- Melvin Gordon still, I think he's still adjusting to game speed, you know, obviously having that, that brief holdout. So, for some reason, like, they're just not, they're not playing really well right now. I like the Titans at home. I wouldn't be shocked, but I think the I think the Chargers are going to get hot at the right time when they get Derwin James and Melvin Ingram back. I mean, they could potentially go on a bit of a winning streak, but I think at this point, I think the division's really it's the Chiefs' division to lose, in my opinion. I believe, I think so too. So now let's talk about the Ravens taking on the Seattle Seahawks. That's going to be a great game to watch on Fox's America's Game of the Week. And I think that – I think that, I think this one is – I think it's a 
optimistic for me, but I think Seattle's going to win. I think it's going to be the Russell Wilson show, you know? Yeah, I like Seattle at home. You have you know Earl Thomas returning to Seattle, so you have that storyline going into the game. But I think Seattle wins a close one. I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore wins because they have a good defense. I think the game's going to be very competitive. But I think the home field advantage is going to be the difference for the Seahawks. Yeah, I I think you're right about that. I think it's going to be the home field advantage and also the tw- the twelves. You know. Yeah, they it gets really loud in that stadium. So I think that that's going to be something that's going to affect the Ravens on offense. You still have a young quarterback in Lamar Jackson. And the Seahawks just play different when they're at home. So I think that's really going to help their defense as well when when playing against the Ravens offense. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think I think that that's probably going to play into a factor on that. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So now let's talk about let's talk about next is uh the Bears and the and the Saints. I think New Orleans is gonna win this game. You know what's interesting? I actually think the Bears are gonna win this game. A They're coming off a bye week. Um You're saying they have right? a good Yeah, even though Akeem Hicks is not gonna be playing, he's on he's on short term IR. I think he'll be back later this season. But the Bears are going to be playing at home. They're coming off a bye. It'll be a close game. Like, I don't expect them to blow off the Saints or anything. But I just think – I feel like the Bears, their defense is going to play really well. And I think Chase Daniels is going to do a good enough job on offense, manage the game, not make any mistakes. And I think the Bears are going to win a close one. Oh, you're right, man. I think that that could potentially – that could be a really good game to watch there. That's for sure. So, so that being said – uh so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, now let's talk about uh, now let's talk about now let's talk about uh, now let's the next game we're going to talk about next is the uh, is the Sunday night game, the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Both three and three teams, one will will be in first, but I think the Cowboys will win because I think they're the better team at home, and they play tough against Philadelphia. Too, but I don't think it's going to be a blow. I think it's going to be one of those nerve-wracking games. You know, it's it's a, it's going to be a really tough game to pick because, like you said, the Cowboys are at home. But I think I'm going to pick. I'm going to go with the Eagles, and the reason is, I think Tyron Smith's probably not going to. It's, it's all going to come down to an injury point. Now, apparently, Amari Cooper said he's going to play, so that's going to help the Cowboys' offense to help take advantage of the Eagles. Uh, bad secondary, especially that cornerback. But if their tackles, Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins aren't going to play, that's going to be huge. So I guess my pick sort of contingent on who's healthy for the game. But if those two guys don't play, I'm picking the Eagles because I don't. If those two guys don't play, I don't see how they're going to be able to block Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, and that Eagles front four. So I. With that being said, I think I'm going to go with the Eagles just because both teams are dealing with some injuries. I think I'm going to go with the team with the better quarterback. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Absolutely. Uh, I I think I, – I would say Dallas will still win, but I think Carson Wentz is still a better quarterback. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles won. I'm not going to underestimate Carson Wentz in this game. 
But I kind of wish that this game in particular, since the game is in Dallas, that this was a uh, Thanksgiving game instead of the Cowboys and the Bills, you know? Well, you know, it's interesting. With the Bills being pretty good this year, that game might be a lot more exciting than we previously thought. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, as far as this particular game, it's still going to be a good one. Um, I think it'll be competitive. I just think the Eagles win it in the end. Absolutely. So, so that being said, let's talk about more on Monday Night Football. So, the Patriots take on the Jets. But, but like, what, like what we said here, I think the Patriots are going to win by three points. But there are some people I heard say that there was a Week 7 Bowl prediction on NFL.com. They said that the Darnold-led Jets done the Patriots. It looks like they're going on a limb here. Oh, man. As much as I want to pick the Jets, as much as I want to go with my head over my, over my heart over my head, it's like I feel good about the game. Like I feel like it's going to be very competitive. But I think the Patriots are going to win. It's going to be a close one. Like It's going to be like a last-second field goal or like a last-second touchdown drive by Tom Brady. It's going to be close. I'm not quite sure if they're going to win by like three or four points, but I feel like the Patriots are going to squeak one out. They really could, man. They really could. That's what, I, that's what my gut feeling says, you know? Yeah, so it'll be an entertaining game for sure. It'll be exciting. I'm just glad as a, as a fan now, like, the games, I, like, there's still hope for this season. Like, there's a reason to watch. Even though I've been watching all their games and I would still watch them. It's just at least now, like, you have something to look forward to in the future, you know? Like, if some of the younger players develop, obviously Sam Darnold coming back. Like, you just have a reason. You have more of a reason to watch this year. So that's that's definitely a positive. But either way, I think the game should be fun to watch. Yeah, the game should be so much fun to watch, and I think uh, I think that Sam Donald. I think I would I would expect that he would he's going to have a a very good game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's really going to come down to our offensive line. If if they can protect him like we did against the Cowboys, he should he should play very well. But yeah, I'm really I'm excited about the game. I might even consider going. I, I actually I've. I think I'm going to go, so this should be fun. Are you going for sure to that game, the Patriots-Jets game in uh, Monday Night Football? Yeah, I'm like 95% sure I'm going to go. Do you have tickets for that game, by the way? I haven't got my tickets yet, but I'm I'm, I'm just going to buy like oh, like tickets off SeatGeek or something. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go. Do you think those tickets are going to be cheap? They should be all right. I think I, I, I've I've been looking at some deals. I think I could find something pretty pretty. Where would decent. your seats be? Because I'm gonna try to find you there. I'll find you on TV on Monday. Uh well, so far, I mean, if I sit, it's probably gonna be like in the 300 area. Nothing too like I I'm not gonna sit too close, but probably somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I haven't really. I guess I'll, I'll let you know uh, once I get my ticket. But uh, as of right now, I don't know where I'm going to be sitting. Okay. But anyways, with that being said, let's talk about uh, our Thursday night pick for next week before we end this. Uh, I think uh, what you would call this, I'm going to think, I think Kirk Cousins gets revenge on the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, The Vikings are the better team. 
I it'll be interesting going into this game. Maybe is this potentially a time where the Redskins decide to make that change and go and start Dwayne Haskins? You know, it's a Thursday night game. Maybe they're probably going to lose this week. I think this might be an opportune time to start him, even though I probably sit him for the rest of the season, just because if you haven't played him at this point, like with a bad offensive line, I just think you're doing the kid a disservice playing him, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Now it's, it's going to be a home game for the Vikings. So it'd be a tough environment for Dwayne Haskins to, to play in, in his first career, but it'll be interesting. I, I expect the Vikings to win though, for sure. Absolutely. So that being said, have a good weekend and hope that I get to see you on TV and, uh, Let's enjoy the games. Appreciate it, Lorenzo. Have a good one. Take care.